weekend. It is. It is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, it feels like it's been forever, man. You know why? Because because it has, it has been it has. forever. Yeah, we had two different weeks yeah. where we weren't together. So yeah. one week you were gone yeah. and I hosted uh, and uh, in your absence yeah. and tried my best. Yeah. I mean, tried my absolute best to hold down the fort and failed miserably. I'm sure. Yeah, I still well, did it. You know, yeah, it yeah. happens. And then last week, both, we both of us were gone. Were gone. Yeah. And so here we are. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's interesting. Uh, the, I think the people need to know this, that I was in the airport in Dallas, and I was walking, looking for water. Uh, not like uh, I was in the desert. Yeah, was, that's what I was saying. Like, I was looking for a water fountain. To fill up your water to bottle. To fill up my water bottle. And I heard, hey, buddy. And it was you. You were in the airport <laughs> with your wife. Yeah, so um Who'd have thunk it's it? interesting because we've been we're jet setters. Yeah, I mean, you know. No, uh you know so We took the shoreline plane. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. And the hope plane. <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't, uh, we don't have those. So yeah, so I uh and Carrie and I got away for a couple days yep. uh to Arizona mm-hmm. when you were taking your family to Texas. Yeah, we were actually coming home. Right. And, and so you were sure going enough, to Arizona. Yeah, so Carrie uh this is just walking around, you know, we're walking yeah. around and she says, that looks like Andrew. And of course she doesn't know. I know that you, you had been traveling yeah, and, yeah. and could immediately. Yeah, so think, it wouldn't oh, be that, normal for her to be like, right. that's and Andrew. And we were yeah. in Dallas. And yeah, so yeah. we were flying, you know, we had a connection in Dallas. And so I turned around and I was like, that is Andrew. Yep. And, uh, and so, yeah, so then we got to visit the fam. And then, uh, not but just a week later, you went to Arizona. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And we saw each other. No, we did no, not we see didn't. each other no, we again. Didn't. But, but uh, I did, yeah. I, you were in Scottsdale, right? Yes. And uh, I went. I landed in Phoenix, ended up, then I had to drive three hours and went to uh, Sholo, oh. Arizona, and which is a small rural community in Arizona, uh, which is close to Snowflake. Arizona. Oh. So when I think of Arizona, I think like most people, you think it's going to be super hot. It was cold. Probably. And no snow. Uh, in Sholo, it's like 6,000, uh, what is it? I was going to say 6,000 yeah, square feet. feet. That's not accurate. 6,000 uh, feet above sea level. Yes. Or elevation or yep. whatever. And they get 120 inches of snow a year. There's snow on the ground. I saw elk. Uh, everything's brown. I, you know. Yeah. And, and like we went and visited, uh, I, I had some meetings out there and the guy that was hosting us lives there and he's talking about how pretty everything is. And, and yes, the mountains are pretty, but everything is brown. Yes. Yeah, so uh, and it's just not, I mean, it is, it is, it, some of the things you see, it's all inspiring because right. you're like, this is incredible, but it ain't the Smokies folks. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, I, I, I mean, I know you needed to represent that nothing is, <laughs> nothing as good as the Smokies. I do very much enjoy Arizona. It is. Now, yeah. I'll also say I very much do not enjoy Arizona in July and yeah, August. Yeah, no, I, it is. Yeah. You know, but every time we've gone, we've really enjoyed it. But you talk about the terrain and kind of talk about the different weather. So um, one, one of our dear friends um, used to live in Arizona for part of the year. Yeah. Um, and so we would go out there. Uh, during the winter months, uh, often to visit in two years in a row, we actually went out for Christmas. Okay. So mm-hmm. we would leave after Christmas Eve services. Well, actually we'd get up, we'd do Christmas morning and then we'd fly to Arizona. And the crazy thing is I can remember, uh, on maybe I think our first trip out there, 
we we had gone to we flew into Phoenix, connected with them in Scottsdale, and then we went to Flagstaff, yep. which is not yeah, that similar. far from there, you know, uh, a couple hours. And so, no kidding, in the same day. Now this was on our our kind of way back towards Phoenix, right? But in the in the same day, we left. Flagstaff, and there was a foot of snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. So like winter wonderland. Yep. And then uh, we, I can't remember where we went. We stopped somewhere along the way. We were in like short sleeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by the time we got back to their house in Scottsdale, we swam in their pool that same day. Outside. Outside. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. It is crazy. It is like, the, 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 like basically, you know, two or three, three or four hours of, of car travel and that yeah. distinctive weather. What it's so. similar to is when, you know, when I think of New York, I think of New York City. But the reality is you have upstate New York. Yes. You have a lot of different parts of New York. It's very similar to rural communities in Tennessee. I mean, and, and so it is interesting when you visit a state because sometimes you fly to the airport and you're right there in the main town. So if you go to New York, most people from out of state are just going to focus on New York City. And so it paints this picture Oh, the whole state is New York right. City. Nope. And the same thing with, with, to me with Arizona is I just paint it as Phoenix. Right. I just think Phoenix. But then you go and travel around the state and you're like, oh, like this is not Phoenix. And what I loved about where I was at, everybody had a truck. Most of them were yes. lifted. Yes. And, and it's because of the weather and, right. and, <clears throat> and the terrain. Do you think that so people, I did appreciate that? Do you think that people, when you connect with folks, you know, from around the country, because yeah. you do a lot of sure. networking and a lot of your work and you're working with other groups and, you know, advocacy groups for life and things of that sort. And so when you say I live in East Tennessee, mm-hmm. do they all immediately think you live in Pigeon Forge? I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was interesting because the group I was with, we meet we meet a couple times a year and next year. Uh, we're meeting in Tennessee. Okay. And they were like, where, what do you think? And I said, uh, Carnes, clearly. No, I said, <laughs> I said, well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna take the time to come to East Tennessee, like if we're not going to Nashville, if we're gonna go to East Tennessee, we need to stay, we need to find a place in Sevier County, Sevierville somewhere. Right. Would, would be my, and, and then let's experience Dollywood at least once. And especially for those that don't get here that often, I right. think you do need to experience that if you're coming to East Tennessee in, in particular. Now, if we were flying into Nashville and doing the Nashville thing, that would look very much different because then we'd go to Cornersville and look at Wood Dairy, Uh-oh. obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, but I, yeah, so I told them we're, we're looking for, uh, some, some places to stay, probably a, close proximity uh, yeah. to mm-hmm. Taffy. Yes. Tie dye t shirts. Yes. Throwing stars. Yes. Putt putt. Yep. And just trying to think, maybe, maybe a pancake house. It was interesting That's because one do. of the guys that was there is from Seattle and he's got a buddy. They own a number of businesses in and around Pigeon Forge. Really? Yeah. Like, like businesses that you would know. Yeah. Uh, and, and are doing very well, but they live in, in That's Seattle. Amazing. I thought, well, get some tickets. I mean, yeah. you, know, you probably have better connections than I do. So, uh, oh, but yeah. So anyways, your travels were good. They were. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked a little bit, um, you know, in your absence about, uh, you know, that, that when I saw you in the airport, you mm-hmm. definitely 
You definitely were embracing kind of the Texas look. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, you've already gone that way. Spurs (laughs) and cowboy hat. It was weird. The Spurs made it weird getting through security. Yeah, um, and also the horse. Yeah. That was like, wow. I I mean, it was a stick horse, but still. It was was interesting when it was like we're at gate, you know, C12, and I look over and there's just a horse with Andrew on it. You know, it was good. Texas was good. Yeah, Texas, Fort Worth, man. Like, um, look, I'm a Tennessee ambassador. Everywhere I go, I tell people how great Tennessee is. Um, but Fort Worth is something. It, you know, Dallas is, is huge. Yeah. It's huge. Uh, and it was okay. Uh, we went to Magnolia, Waco. Yep. <clears throat> uh, we visited Br- the Branch Davidians. Uh, yeah, I'm kidding. that. Uh, but we, we did go to Waco. You can do the Magnolia thing in, you know, uh, not even a full day, you know, that's pretty much all that's in Waco, it yeah. seems. Uh, and Baylor. Yeah. And so, yeah, Baylor. We didn't, but, we didn't but, go visit that. You know, but there's yeah. no greater ambassadors than Chip and JoJo oh for Baylor. Yeah, yeah. And so they're Magnolia. No. So you did both. Yeah. So we did that. And then, uh, but Fort Worth was so good that we went for a full day. Uh, and I found great parking. I, I, it was shocking how good of a parking spot. I, I think for a dad, it was amazing. We didn't have to walk far. It was, I did some amazing parallel parking. And, and then this when we very much feels like a, a statement that would be made on one of those commercials yes. when you've become your parents. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that feels true. like one of those statements. Uh, but it was so, so we did that. Then, then Gavin and I went to a men's conference in Texas. Right. And while we were there, Aaron took everybody else back to Fort Worth oh, another day. And, uh, yeah, you got to see the the Longhorns, uh, the the cattle drive down the main main street. We got to interact with the with the cowboys and and the kids got to rope. And I I spent my time talking to this elderly gentleman because that's my wheelhouse. Yep. And we just hung out and talked about ranch life and that's awesome. uh and and how those Longhorns come to be and because it's a nonprofit and and so he donated a Longhorn named named. It was either freckles or pickles. Oh. I think it's freckles. Hmm. And 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 then they needed help, and now he's one of the cow, cowboys that. Uh, and he was like, "Man, you just never know. Sometimes these longhorns go off on their own. And you got to chase them down in front of all these people." And um, and then the kids got to all sit on a longhorn. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great time. Oh, good. Hey, so now that we've talked about positive things, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do, is this the moment where you want me to bring my complaint to you, or do you want me to wait? I mean, is this no? Is let's this do okay it. Time? Let's yeah. do it. Rip the so, off. I mean, we we have entered into spring. Mm-hmm. It, like we, you know, spring has officially sprung. Like we are in spring. I mowed my yard. Yeah, once. and you've walked yeah. into the studio with a long sleeve western shirt on. And I thought that, like, as soon as the spring yeah. hit, well, I was going to get this short sleeve yeah. western shirt look that you have you have that will come next prepared week. me for. I can assure you that'll be next week if the weather look. It, the spring is sprung, but my goodness, <laughs> I had to start the vehicle this morning before I got into it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, when the not only do I have a long sleeve button up, I have a long like sleeve shirt under this button up. Oh, nice. Uh, but but yeah, when when it's officially like I can go outside with a short sleeve shirt on, warm, I'm gonna wear it. I have two of them. Okay, I have a white one and a black one. Which one would you like for me? I to think wear? I'd like black. Okay, that'd be Done. good. All right, Done. so I do have a, I do have a serious question about spring. And okay. when I say serious, not serious yeah, yeah. at all. Okay, sure. 
But here's the thing that, that is, it's, it's always interesting. You know, in the winter, you can get bright, sunny days. Yep. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's hard to see, you know, sure. but we're like, we've now entered into the, now that we have had time change, yeah. it feels yeah. like we're now in that time where, you know, driving home. Yeah, it's brutal. Or you're like, you're staring into sun and things mm-hmm. of that sort. So here's the question. Okay. So before we left, for spring break, uh, I took Carrie and the boys. Um, Hayden, our oldest, had uh, a trip with the high school baseball team. Uh, really cool story, just to give you a thing to celebrate, is uh, Hayden's goal and hope was to get one single at bat before the season concluded. Because, as you know, he's had major surgery. Sure. He was literally teaching himself to walk again six, less than six months yeah. ago. And, uh, he actually played in two of the games, a couple innings defensively, uh, in the first weekend of the season. Awesome. Pretty amazing. I thought you were going to say, you know, home run. I was no, saying, well, he then did we're not. getting a documentary. He did not. We're going to do not a do Disney that. show on in this. In fact, actually in both games, uh, because they just kind of put him in, sure. you know, and, and very much like, hey, like, like, let's just kind of build you back. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually in both games, the, the last batted out was the batter before him. Oh. So he was on deck two different times, which is honestly no, that's just fine. Just yeah. fine. yeah. Um, so that was really, really cool. But the point is, a week or two before spring break, I started a pursuit of my sunglasses. Mm. And I cannot find my sunglasses. You can't find them. Like, like the good pair of sunglasses <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I have. Not, not, you know, the crummy pair, but like the good pair yeah. of sunglasses. And so here's the question that I have. How long is one supposed to wait? Because I don't believe that I've just straight lost them. Yeah. Like, I'm not the guy that just, like, walks into a restaurant, sets them. I'm not that guy. Sure. So they're most so likely. So somebody stole them. No, they're most likely tucked away in a yeah. suitcase, in a bag. They're somewhere in the Hayes family uh, positions. Yeah. But how long does one wait until you actually just break down and say, I just got to buy another well, pair. Well, the reality is as soon as you buy another pair, you're going to find. Correct. So that's how it's going to work. If you want to find them, you buy another pair. <laughs> and then you have two. I don't love this. Well, that's what's going to happen. You're going to you're gonna say, Carrie, look, it just it, they're not, somebody stole them clearly. Yeah. And I have to get me another pair. And then they're going to be delivered. And then Carrie's going to walk out of the and bedroom and say, hey, I found, I found them in your purse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, man, we'll be back. What is this, Living in America? Yeah. That's James Brown, right? Well, that dude could dance. You know, the question is, could there be a song in 2023 celebrating the fact that you live in America? Or... If an artist did that, would they like be canceled? It is interesting. I, I've seen you know two or three different times, or you know, or articles or you know, interviews of of artists who have spoken about you know things that that either you know they they created or mm-hmm. you know, whether it be music or whether it be a sitcom or anything of that sort. That they're basically like, yeah, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't take. I mean, think about Seinfeld for a moment. Oh yeah. I mean, think about the Office. The Office. 
Yep. Oh my gosh, think about The Office. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, and then you think about certain music, you think about all kinds of things, you're like, it just, just, just what? Well, even at the, times, like, periodically, we'll just watch old, uh, old shows, even Home Improvement. There's certain, certain jokes that are made in Home Improvement, you're like, there's no way that would fly. Right. Today. Uh, Cheers. Like, they, now, is there they, any, are there any of those that, you know, because in most cases, I'm like, man, listen, people are far too sensitive. Yeah, sure. Everybody's, you know, gone crazy with it. Yeah. But are, is there any one that you've actually ever watched and you're like, yeah, okay, that was a bit I much. don't know, because my sense of humor is is one that is of like, mm, I appreciate, I appreciate you going there. I think, uh, but yeah. I think there's a couple times that I can remember even just, I mean, it's been years ago. But I can remember watching the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, now, now, don't step on my toes. I know, I, love I me know. From Dukes of Hazzard, but, but yes, but I see like, what you're saying. Yes. Always feels like, yeah, it's a, you know, yeah, different time. It wasn't great. It was a I different time. Things, but I do love some Jesse Duke. Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, we can, we could go down the list of. There's a host of uh, of ones where you're like, eh, you know, maybe, I don't, maybe. I don't know. I mean, but then funny, again, you know, funny, you, you but, and I have talked about this too. There's all kinds of shows that I grew up on. Yes. That when oh, I was yeah. a kid, are like it's mostly like movies that you know that you kind of watch and you're like, oh, I don't remember any of that. You like try to introduce it to your kids mm-hmm. or something. And you're like, oh, why is ET? Why did why did they say that <laughs> yeah. in ET? It was yeah. so sweet and innocent. And so someone has added lines into ET. Well, and, we and that's it. the thing. Yeah. Like every everything now, you almost have to pre-watch. Yes. Because I have it, I have a memory of it. Like my kids over the weekend were like, "What about the Goonies?" And I was like, "Buddy, I haven't watched that in forever. Uh, well, can we watch it?" Now I looked at him and went, "I, I think I'm going. I'm, I'm going to have to watch. I think there's some parts in it I don't think you need to see. I don't know. I <laughs> have to is, watch it again." Which is unfortunate because that means you got to spend the night yeah, of your life, which ain't going to apart happen. from the kids watching Goonies. Which guess what? It's not going to happen. <laughs> So, um, but, but then, you know, now we're at a place where I read an article the other day about a very particular show on Netflix that is geared toward six and under, and they are pushing a narrative mm-hmm. that I had to, I had to sit my kids down and just go, we can't I don't do know if you're watching that, but don't, you right. know, take that one off the list. And that's unfortunate because... Yeah. The reality is they're not, you know, and I didn't even go into why. And, and you know, we, we have we have reached a level of my fatherhood where I don't have to go into why. It wasn't, yeah. why, Daddy? It was like, okay, you know, yeah. this is what, you know, same thing when we watch American Idol or, or any of the cooking shows. I tell them, as soon as one of these folks enter into an area where I know they're trying to push an agenda, we're going to turn it off. Yeah. And they just know that. And yeah. so... And and unfortunately, that happens more often than not. Uh, but but you know, it's it, it's just uh, it what you have to do. All right, so uh, here we are in March. Uh, there's probably uh, you know a lot of things that are going on. Yeah. We we could talk about um, a number of things. Tax time today. We could talk about taxes. In yeah. fact, I uh, before I left today, my wife said. Uh, I'm going to work on the taxes. Mm. And I thought, wow, 
What yeah. a terrible day that's going to be yeah. for you. And yeah, I they looked at her it. and I said, I'm very appreciative. Yeah. I, got I love it. you. I got a lot to do. You today. wouldn't believe how much stuff I I've got so much radio. Never going to allow me to yeah. be able to even check in today. Really, really between now and April 15th, I'm so busy. You would not even believe. I am literally booked up every, yeah. yep. every hour on the hour. Yep. Uh, Same. You know, between. Same. Watching basketball. I mean, this is and it's not a good time for me. No. All right, so, have you been watching any of the World Baseball Classic? Uh, I've watched all? highlights. I haven't watched. Uh, no, I haven't so, sat down. So, and I am. Uh, of course, I enjoy watching baseball. Sure. I coach baseball. Um, man, it has been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun to watch. Kind of like national pride. Yeah. Yeah. Like really embraced, and also to see now that's interesting with the United States. They truly do have, I mean, the large majority of their position players are the best players in, in the MLB. Yeah, or, or or let me rephrase that: American sure. players. You know, so they really do have a stacked roster. Pitching, not so, not much. so much. So it's been this really interesting deal of like. This full-blown offensive onslaught yeah. meets average pitching, and just even based on the time of our recording here today, like there's still, you know, there's a little bit of game left for us to that that, that will probably happen before uh, you know most of you will listen to this today. But it's interesting. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Now, the, obviously, the big deal is basketball, and I want us to talk about basketball yeah. from two perspectives. Let's do it. I want us to talk about the Vols, mm, come on. but I also want us to talk about what is it that excites so many people about March Madness, which is the NCAA, yeah. you know, Division One, most notably. I mean, there are other tournaments for D2 and D3. It's the tournament. Yeah, yeah. but the tournament, Division One. You know, top 64, technically, I guess, what is it, 68 teams, yeah. something Used like that. You have a little couple yeah. play-in games, you know. So first, let's just talk about the Vols. Let's just talk about the fact that they are making a run. They've got a Thursday well, game. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a real chance. And, and because the way that's – the, that's what I love about March Madness, the way the bracket is shaking out. Now, being a, a Vol fan, I'm bracing for the worst. Yes. Okay? But I will say, I went into this past Saturday when I knew we were playing Duke, and I was like, oh, no. That is not who I want to play. I haven't watched Duke play one game this yep. year. But, you know, Duke's always good. Right. And and they also came in as one of the hottest teams in the one country. One of the hottest teams. And, and obviously the announcers oh. uh, just love them oh, from Duke. Brutal. You know, love them. They love them so much. And uh, the, the you know, even, even Barkley and them pregame were like, oh, I mean, Duke's going to run away with this. And, you know, Ziegler's out. And he's a key to their... And and then uh, Olivier Kamwa was like, no, no, I didn't get to do anything in the first half, so watch. watch. So watch me score twenty three points. And, and then the here's half. the thing: like uh, Euros at times frustrates <laughs> the absolute stunt. We, we've spoken of this. I mean, so much. I yell at the TV. <laughs> I can't even pronounce his. My kids can't pronounce his name, and they're yelling. And I was get him out of the game. What are we? You know. But he set the tone. But I will say. Because I even, after the game, I saw somebody had wrote an analysis, and they said, Duke will just bully their way past Tennessee. And he said, no, no, no. And uh, guess who got bullied? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
even to the point where the 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 dude that that ended up getting a big gash under his eye after the game was like, "Look, no offense to any team we played this year, this Tennessee team's the toughest team we played." Yeah, and and they're scrappy. Yeah, and they they don't mind being the bad guy. Like I think we UT's been through so much over the past few years that every sport that none of them mind being the the hill, and uh, and it works for us because we're fans of them. But it's so interesting, and it really is like it's actually this tiny little microcosm of of really society as yeah. a whole. But I mean, you could turn it to one of two different stations. You could go to like Turner, and you could see like uh, you know you could see Charles Barkley or whoever he yeah, was yeah. with, and all that. And Charles Barkley's literally like I mean, he made the Tennessee game the game of the day. Yeah, like basically said like afterwards like they performed best. Yep. And like, what did a coaching, you know, Marvel? Yep. And then you turn over to ESPN and they're like, they played a trash game yeah. and just managed to, you know, the yeah. refs gave them the game. And you're like, oh. My gosh. The refs literally changed the foul to keep a player in the game for Duke. <laughs> like, everybody knew it was on him. And they was like, well, that would make him foul out. It's on the other guy. What are we doing? We'll talk more about the tournament itself and people's <laughs> excitement about it when we come back. All right, so we could we could go on about the balls, and we're not even going to talk about UT baseball over the weekend. No, we don't but, want to do that. But we could go on and on about the balls. But I think you have a bigger, a larger point. Yeah, I just want to on, talk about on the tournament itself. I want to talk about what is it about? Because you know what we do here on Between Sundays is we try to just look at things that are happening yeah. across the cultural landscape. Sometimes it's things that are gross and yeah. and <laughs> defeating, depressing. depressing. Yeah. Uh, you know, usually politics and, usually. you know, or, or, you know, it's been a tragedy or things of that sort, but there's sometimes also just things that, that people are excited about that you just kind of have to look at and say, what is it and how do we engage with it as believers? Cause that's what we're trying to yeah. do with this entire show is just talk about things that are happening in our culture. How do we engage with it as believers? How do we look at those things through a gospel lens? What is it do you think that people enjoy so much about March Madness? And it's completely okay if it's just straight up, it's fun basketball. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of people that don't have a team in it that still love yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think the to, the coolest part, and, and the fact that it's single elimination, going in going into college football playoff, for the most part, very seldom do you see an upset. It's probably because you have four teams currently. And all four, any four of those teams could win it all. Right. And so no matter who loses or wins, you're like, that wasn't really an upset. They were supposed to be here. Uh, baseball, it's typically not single elimination for a while. Right. And so you're like, okay, we lost that one. We'll get them back yeah. tomorrow. It's a long season. But, yeah. but in the NCAA tournament, and we saw this, you, you see a Purdue playing a, a 16 seed that wasn't Fair, even supposed to be there. Dickinson. Yeah. It sounds like someone made not even that real. Up. Not even real. Well, my kid said, what's FDU? And I went, I don't know. I have no clue. I have no idea who they are. But but you then you watch the pregame pep talk between the coach and the players, and he says, the more I look at film, the more I'm convinced I am we yeah. can beat this team. And then they go out and do it. And I think there's something to, I mean, it stinks for Purdue fans, but I do think there's something to the excitement of anybody, like a, a little bitty school that nobody's ever heard of, 
can come in. And we've seen that. We've seen Stephen Curry became who we yeah. know as Stephen Curry because – of the tournament. Yeah. I mean, he made millions of dollars because of that tournament. Yep. My my oldest son is just beginning to look at colleges, like just beginning. Yeah. And somehow some list popped up, and we were looking at it, and one of them was Davidson. Mm-hmm. And he was like, talk to me about Davidson. And I was like, <laughs> Steph Curry? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. And I think it's in the Charlotte area, yeah. I think. And so Go and to I, was YouTube like, I was like, you can be the next. Uh, Steph Curry and he was like, I don't, I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. You know? Yeah, it, but I think that's what I think. I think culture, no matter your politics, no matter your your faith, I think there's there's something in us that's like we love to see the underdog win. Yeah, that's why Duke has been hated for so long because they've been good for so long. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. I think there are certain themes that like just people resonate with. They love the idea of the underdog. Um, you know they 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 love a good story of of the one and they, of course the tournament and all the broadcasters oh, yeah. they do a great job of highlighting stories of the one that you know came out of a tough situation or has lost a family member or yep. you know has battled an illness I mean any number of things that you're like man like like wow what a really cool powerful story and then you connect with the players of course there's also this whole other deal related to. You know, people filling out brackets. And, yep. of course, there's the gambling piece of it sure. as well. And so I think what I would say there is, you know, some would say, well, you should never fill out a bracket because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's perpetuating gambling and things of that sort. And my my thought is, listen, one, I, I personally am not going to recommend folks, you know, gambling yeah. on, on any yeah. anything more, you know, more or less, uh, more or less sports uh, and certainly not looking to it as some – viable, you know, option right. for... Yeah, what do you do for a living? For, for, well, for income, you know. March Madness. Yeah, that's like, I, I wouldn't do that. I do think, though, um, that there's something cool about just the community yeah. piece of, like, you know, in your office, filling out a bracket sure. together, and and maybe maybe there is a, you know, a surprise. It's one day off from, you know, next yeah, yeah. a bonus day of PTO, or it's a, you know... You don't have to pay for lunch when y'all all go out next time. I mean, there's something. But I think that the better part of it is there's this community yeah. piece where we're all kind of doing something together. Uh, I, I think that's a neat piece. Anything else that just stands out to yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, I think sp- specifically this year what stood out to me and really brought me just uh overwhelming sense of joy was that President Biden picked Arizona, and so uh, to win it all. And I think and I think that 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 didn't work out. That did not I think that out. what that's what really brought it home for me. Yep. And then and then seeing the vice president speak to Howard after they got beat by thirty points in television, <laughs> they they showed the world that this is who I Howard th- is. I thought if I was in the seat. Because everybody's been there where we oh, lost a terrible game. And then you didn't lose it close, but you got your brains beat in yeah. a basketball game. The last thing you want is somebody looking at you. I remember my mom used to go, you did so good. I said, what game were you watching? <laughs> and I wish somebody in that locker room would like, excuse me, Madam Vice President, but what game were you watching? Yeah. 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 So um, when you think of past presidents, yeah. okay, like, like, you know, in our, in our timeline, in our, in our our timeline, in our in, in our, our lifetime, in I our tenure, yeah. in our tenure, uh, which presidents do you believe actually filled? Because you know, and always, yeah, sure, there's always the deal. Like this is the president's bracket. And Barack it's fun. Obama, I, I think he's say, the which only one. Do you think actually filled out his own? I think bracket. Barack Obama's the. I mean, and 
And the reason I think that is because they did a special and he literally wrote and filled out each one and, he and, and gave analysis yeah. for each game. And he's a basketball player. Yeah, like that, that doesn't surprise me. Um, and, and, and here's the, you know, people used to talk about how great of an athlete he is. Uh, I think the, the reality is in terms of those that sit in the Oval Office. You're not looking at a lot of athletes, okay? <laughs> so, so the bar was never set really high. But he definitely probably is one of so the best athletes. you don't athletes. think that George W. would have known, been able to fill out his own bracket? I don't think he did. Okay, I got it. I think uh, he could have. Maybe he did. Because he was a baseball guy. Yeah, he's more of a baseball guy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And, and we've had some, I guess, you know, I could do some more digging. I'm sure we've had some great athletes that have that have sat in those chairs that they probably rode or something. <laughs> that's probably more. Related lacrosse or rode, that's probably more of the the caliber of person that's going to be sitting in that chair. Um, but, but yeah, I think I think Obama probably, and, and maybe I just didn't pay attention before then, but I feel like, that was when it became much bigger deal for the president to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do you, or am I wrong? No, that? I, th- I think that's fair. I think I think it's become more of a of a, you know, for lack of a better description, tradition. Yeah. Uh, over over the last you know two or three, three or four. But do terms. I think President Biden did it? No, no, absolutely no. not. We but do, I'm going to still say he picked Arizona, just so you just can so find can. find yeah. some joy in, in yes. that mess. Yeah. Yes. So I think what I would just encourage our listeners to do, enjoy the enjoy the tournament. Go Vols. Sure. Just yeah. be reminded. You got a chance to go to the lead eight, Be reminded man. these are 18 to 23, yeah. 24-year-old kids. Be reminded that your income nor your hope yeah. needs to be set, you know, based on their outcome or their successes. Uh, you know, use it as an opportunity to talk with people maybe you don't talk with. You know, have fun with it in the office. And be so reminded desired. that we currently, like Rick Barnes is one of the best coaches in the history of college basketball. And and I saw somebody post the other day and they said, it's very interesting because if, if, if UT wins this week and goes to the Elite Eight, Barnes will become one of the most decorated coaches at UT in the history of, of the University of and Tennessee. And yet all of these people hate him and say he's regular season well, Rick. But here's the thing. They and, and this guy said, if he wins and goes to lead eight, no doubt statistically and from what he's been able to do with all the injuries this year uh, to get us to the elite eight, and of course some chips had to fall in certain sure. places for that to happen. And he was like, but if we lose, you'll have a large segment saying we got to fire the guy. Which that's how crazy. crazy. That's how crazy all of this is. Well, and you know, you said some chips had to fall in place, and I agree with that. But but let's also not lose sight of the fact that Duke. Was a really, really good team that was nobody that, wanted that that had all. just yeah. won the ACC tournament and was ranked lower yeah. based on a number of early season losses when they didn't have a good portion of their roster because they were injured and dealing with all yeah. kinds of other stuff. And so when you beat a Duke team yeah. that had won whatever ten out of eleven and had just won the ACC tournament. I mean, they were truly, if not the most hot, they were one of the hottest teams in and all of college basketball. They have one of the best defensive teams in the country. Correct. Too. If we can score 65 and above, we got a chance to beat anybody. Right. Because our defense is insane. But if we, the problem is, often, we, we have great defense and we can't get over 50. Correct. And so, but if, if, if Olivier will play, if we can have that dude, that guy, every game, 
Oh, we, we're going to be we make it to the final four. We're going to be case. very difficult to beat. I mean, his his jump shot is incredible. His face, like our mid range game is incredible. Big props to Mayshack. Oh, he's, his defense is insane yeah, too. Yeah, and he's actually you know like what he's done. And again, some of our listeners have yeah. no interest in basketball. Sure. We apologize, but we're pretty but passionate about madness. it today. Yeah. It's March Madness, and, and so here's the deal: Mayshack. Jamal Meshach has not only locked down yep. the team's best offensive player in most cases, he is also at least taking a lot of the point guard load off yep. of Vescovy. Which allows which him allows to move. Which allows Vescovy to be able to move and to get open shots. And which I've never, huge. outside of Steph Curry, Vescovy may move more than any player when he doesn't have the ball. Nonstop. I mean, if you're guarding that dude, good luck. Like yeah. you, you're going to be wore out by the and, and because he's moving constantly, and all he needs is a, just a space, and he'll shoot it. And and, uh, and he shot one from nearly half court the other day. I thought, well, okay, okay, buddy. Like I get it, but you, we, we don't need that. We know. <laughs> we'll be back. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. Jason, earlier we were talking about Fort Worth. What's been interesting since coming back from Fort Worth? is uh, my kids have, like, really latched on to roping. And so I walked in the living room the other day, and we have what we call, it's really ridiculous as an adult, I call this a treasure chest. It's an old chest that Gavin keeps some of his stuff in, and I still, I call it a treasure chest. Right. There's no treasure in there. Yeah. But it's, you know. there was treasure, if you could. Create a map. Yes, true. That would, that's what I need to do, it, and, and bury then, it. And then bury it. Yeah. That would be great. I need to do that. But but the top of it is kind of uh, curved. And so I walk in the living room, and Charlie, my youngest, is sitting on it as if it's a horse. She has a stool flipped over, so the legs are up. And she has a dog leash, and she is roping. Oh. She is spinning that thing over her head. And I tell I tell Aaron all the time that Charlie's our most gifted athletic child yep uh things just come natural to her just like her dad um and so (laughs) she's but but she she's doing that and then over the weekend all of them had leashes and all of them were practicing i'm like maybe we should get y'all real lassos yeah but uh it's been fun to watch and then evelyn grabbed the stick horse and so she's galloping through the living room she's spinning the rope around her head and i thought well this is you know this is good family fun sure that I'm not sure that East Tennessee deserves you all. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Well, let me rephrase that. I'm not sure West Knoxville <laughs> deserves you all. You it's know, a different. Uh, yeah, those two, those are two different things. I mean, you guys, you guys have fully embraced all things when it comes to country life. Yeah. When it comes to all of this, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I said this to Carrie. Because uh, she was, you know, when we saw you guys in the airport, and she's like, "Oh, did they just go and you know vacation in in Texas?" And Carrie's got family in yeah, Texas, yeah. and so she loves it too. And I was like, "Oh yeah, babe. I mean, they, they are like fully little yeah. house on the prairie." Yes, uh, and I love it. So, congrats to you. Thanks. On behalf of all residents of West <laughs> Knoxville, uh, we yeah. we we say thank. You. Yeah. Well, it was. It's fun when you walk. First off, it's it's always, and, and you probably relate to this too. It's it's neat to see your kids doing something creative that doesn't involve a TV or oh, an electronic. No, no. And Absolutely. so it's always nice to like walk into a room 
Like for me, it was just like, oh, this is cool. They're all in their mind right now. They're cowboys and cowgirls. Yeah. And they're using dog leashes as lassos. And they they thought, hey, you know, that stool has legs and it's got four legs. There's four of us. Right. So we'll just flip it over and then all of us will try to rope a leg of the stool. It does feel like a little bit of a missed opportunity to not be roping the pig. That well, you all have, that though. would that would take a. My fear is, what if Charlie roped him? She's she's not going to be able to hold him no. back. She's going to be drugged all over the yard, <laughs> which would also be fun to watch. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that does feel a lot more like the rodeo. Yeah, that would, yeah, that for sure. A lot more. Now like it was it. interesting too. The other day, she has a little toy horse. And the other day she put the horse down and she was sitting on the, on the chest and she's spinning. And if you've ever been to a rodeo, the guys that are in the, the shoots, they look at the other people and they shake their head like I'm ready. Okay. So I'm watching, Charlie has a great imagination. She can be in her own world by herself talking and, and it's like no one else is there. So I'm watching Charlie and she, she goes, I'm good. And she shakes her head. Oh, nice. And I was like, this is incredible because there's no one in here. And she's in her. Oh, there's, she is, there's, there's she's thousands full, of yeah. people in her she's mind. She's full on yeah. at a rodeo. Like, yeah. like in her mind, she's at a rodeo. And, uh, and it's interesting, too, because she's left-handed, but she is spinning the rope with her right hand. And so I was like, well, why don't you try it with her left? And that went terrible. I was like, well, okay, keep going with your right. I don't, this is weird. But, yeah, yeah just do that. And so... Uh, so it's been it's been fun to watch watch guys. them do that. That's super super fun. Yeah, we um we've not had any of those moments no. at our home. But I'm sure there's been others. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you know I imaginative mean, like, things or about of, sports probably. That's of, what I used to do. Yeah, I used lots to, of imaginative moments, just no rodeo moments. I used to we had we had two goals at my dad's house, basketball goals, and the, it was just all grass, no concrete, very uneven. But I remember when I got that second goal. So I, in in theory, had a full court. Yeah. Uh, I would go out there for hours and play against teams and myself and uh, and and it was and I didn't need anybody out there. I was being guarded. I'm I'm you know I'm Michael on this side. Yeah. I'm you know magic. It was just side. insane, yeah. man. And uh, and you could get lost in it, and everything else is gone, and you're just playing a game. Uh, and that was about as creative. Because I'm a, you know, my mind never got to the point of like what my kids, my kids can, or they're artists and things that, that didn't come from me. Uh, but, but it's, it's fun to see your kids be able to think through and have fun and, and, and have that imagination. I love it. All right. So before we leave here, I mean, we're going to talk to our listeners next yep. week. Yeah. So will we still be in the tournaments when I th- we come back on? I think we make it to the elite eight. Yes. All right. Now, past that, I'm not we'll sure. See. We'll see. But I think see. we make it to lead eight. Hey, friends. As always, we appreciate you listening. If we can ever serve you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out. God bless you. We'll talk to you next week.